Internet Traffic Jam, episode 387. Hi, my name is Vince Reed, lead generation expert, speaker, and coach. And if you want to learn how to generate targeted leads for your business using pay-per-click marketing on a mastery level, stay tuned because I'm going to show you how. Welcome to the Battlezone edition of Internet Traffic Jam. Vince Reed here, and what you're about to listen to is a mastermind that I had with Aaron Fletcher. Aaron Fletcher is the founder of the Fletcher Method. This method is a simple process that anyone can use to get started that gives them the exact steps they need to take to build a profitable, scalable, seven-figure business. So if you want a simple way to build your business online, sit back and enjoy the one and only Aaron Fletcher. What's going on? We're live. Vince Reed here, and I am here with the one and only Mr. Aaron Fletcher. What's going on, brother? How are you, sir? Good to see you. I'm excited. I'm excited. And this is the Battle Mastermind. So just want to let you know that it's no holds barred. Most people make it out alive, but I can't guarantee anything. No worries. I'll try my best. <laughs> awesome. So basically, for those of you who are um, checking us out, whether it's live or the replay, uh, it's just Aaron and myself just basically masterminding, getting better, talking about our business. And you guys are flies on the wall um, listening in. So let the battle begin. So Aaron, why don't you tell us the quick Cliff Notes version of your story? How'd you get to be so awesome? Yeah, and the, and the, the short version is I came from, uh, much like you did, actually, read, I read this on Jeff's recommendation. This is awesome, by the way. Thank you, man. And, and actually, I want to tell you something quickly. Um, at some point... I purchased a piece of content from you. Um, it was a collection of kind of kind of tactics and implementation plans, and I and I used it to. I've never tried to do a private Facebook group, right? Mm-hmm. So I just followed the strategy that you outlaid. This is not a plug; it's literally what I did. I followed your strategy, and in about six weeks, or pretty much organically, had a group of forty five hundred people, and oh, wow. um, and that's about thirty or forty percent of our sales now. So I just want to say that stuff really works. Wow. I appreciate it, man. That's that's really cool. Really cool. Yeah. I'll make sure uh, I cut that out and I'm going to have that all over the internet in about five minutes. So (laughs) (laughs) seriously. So, so I am much like yourself, as I read in your book, I had a sales background, which I think was invaluable going into uh, digital marketing, you know, the ability to really uh, develop needs and close deals. Um, But I didn't like it. You know, I was in Silicon Valley kind of driving literally three or four hours a day in a darn car um, I was miserable and I wanted to live down here in San Diego. Little did I know there's really no jobs down here. So you have to kind of be an entrepreneur and it's, uh, it's also about, you know, rent starts at about 5k a month. So it's, it's, wow. it's no joke. So I just started consuming everything I possibly could. Um, you know, from everybody from Claude Hopkins all the way up to you and, and beyond, it's just, just trying to suck in all the information I could, but nothing really, nothing really, uh, was a point A to point B process, you know, in, in terms of for a beginner like me, I would just take all these different courses, but I was getting more overwhelmed. Right. Um, so I just said, Hey, that's, if I was coming to this new, what are the two or three things that, that kind of successful entrepreneurs are doing um, in terms of having the right target market, the right offer, the right funnel, the right traffic source. And, and it's, so there's a lot of advanced stuff out there that appeals to more advanced marketers. And I think about that more as a, as a kind of like a grocery store. So, so James, do you know James Shramko? I know who he is. I don't know him personally. Yeah. He's like maybe the arguably one of the top or the top Australian. He's like the Australian 
you know, Frank Kern or whatever, but he started this stuff really early in Australia. And he said, Hey, my, you know, my membership, my content is like a grocery store. People can come in and consume what they want. But I realized that most business owners don't need that. They need a dietitian. They need a coach. They need someone to say, here's what you should be eating. Here's the foods to avoid, you know, corn syrup and sugar. So, um, I just, I ended up after several years of really struggling with, with the Fletcher method, which is just kind of like a 90 day program to come in and, and try to go from, from zero to launching an online business. Awesome. So talk a little bit about that. So basically um, what we do is I ask a couple questions, you go, I go, we kind of go back and forth. So my first question for you is, uh, you know, obviously you've had a lot of success built, um, you know, businesses that have done, you know, seven figures and you kind of came up with this Fletcher method. And, you know, when I knew I was going to do this interview, I wanted to kind of go in and check it out. And it was just fascinating, the simplicity of what you did and the detail of really just showing people step by step how the process works. Tell me a little bit about that process. Um, You know, I don't even know if I could articulate it. It's so simple that I don't want to mess it up. So talk a little bit about the Fletcher method and how you came up with it. Yeah. And and why it's so effective. So it's probably like anything, as you know, I mean, you're into... um, studying business and, and even, you know, fitness and you're, you have an athletic background and you understand that most people probably overtrain or most people try to do too much. And the best athletes, the best business people do kind of less. They're just really good at what they do. Right. So, um, I just kind of started reverse engineer and say, what, what do the successful people really do? And they were always, they always had a clear target market. They always had a crystal clear measurable message Instead of just saying, hey, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a marketer, you know, I do SEO or whatever, they would have a, a clear currency the client cared about. Not like we do SEO, but we double your traffic in 90 days, right? So clear, clear target market, clear message. But then the big aha moment came, Vince, that like, honestly, the thing I learned from a couple people, um, Matt Church, Taki Moore, um, the idea of creating a visual map for your business. Now this is kind of new in the marketing world, or at least a lot of people don't do it. But if you look at, can I share my screen by the way? Sure. Never actually had anyone do that. Absolutely. Bust that out really quick. And so let me show you the, the actual image I'm talking, speaking to here. So what I realized is if you can, if you can take whatever you do, your customer's journey, and it doesn't matter if you're B2B or B2C, if you can represent your business in a visual way and say, look, if you want to lose 30 pounds in 20 days or find, you know, the wife of your life or like, you know, your friends, Dorian and Jeff Moore, if you want to, you know, get the right university, um, no matter what your client wants, if you can show them a map uh, that represents how you can get them there, it takes away all the need to sell and confuse people. So I just took digital marketing and said, every single business owner has to have the right foundation, which is their their, their, you know, their target market and their offer, some type of funnel depending on their type of business. But as you know, every single funnel has some way to capture people, engage people and, and convert them into a customer and then start with one traffic source that makes sense for them. So for some people that might be paid ads, some people that might be, you know, starting on a budget content marketing, some people it could be, as you know, YouTube, you know, you're, you know, you're a master of all those you, you figured out real quick that mastering traffic is really the key to success and being able to pay for traffic is a catalyst, right? So that was the big aha moment was how can I take all this noise and put it into a one page framework 
And then that's what our clients do as well. They, from, from literally B to B, B to C, like here's a dude that does it with hotels. You know, he, so, he goes, so talk me through yeah. a little bit of that. So the person coming in can understand. I mean, I, we see the map. Is there any way we can like explain that? Like what, what makes it different than like, like what's different about the method you have versus somebody else that just learned a funnel that they're teaching a client? Because yeah. for me, what I got was the simplicity of it. And for those of you, I definitely encourage you to go check out Aaron's webinar because he breaks this entire process down. And, it, I, and I just saw it. That's why I wanna, want you to explain it to, to make sure what I got was, was, was accurate. So talk about what makes it different. Just, I think there's two sides. So, you know, how do our client, what makes it different when our clients use it or what makes it different for us? Are you talking? Uh, let's talk from a, from a simplicity um, standpoint. For me, this is what I'll, I'll say I took from it. Yeah. I saw that if I was a business, I would know exactly what I need to do from start to finish. Yep. Versus when a lot of people are teaching, like, for example, I teach traffic and lead generation, but we all know that's just one piece of a lot of stuff to build a successful business. I had to figure all those other steps out. But it looked like what you did, now I could be wrong, I just saw the webinar recently, was everything was mapped out. So I knew like once I got this piece in place, I knew what the next step was gonna be. I could easily in any type of business go and just do it. And is that correct? Yeah, so when I was in the military, um, thankfully I was in between the the, the Gulf Wars, but I was an underwater demolition diver. And um, we had SOPs, you know, operating procedures, checklists, just what the E-Myth talks about. But as you know, in the military, that stuff is not to be messed with because people's lives are on the line. Like if you have a checklist, what you need to do with your gear before you jump in the ocean at night, then you can't mess with that. (laughs) So I just said, that's what's missing from, from the online marketing space is to you as a master marketer and to a lot of people that are successful, we take for granted some of like, you know, what we, what we think are little steps, they're huge giant leaps. And that's why business owners get lost because they have to go from here to here to here. So I just said, let's break this down in a very nerdy, meticulous way with little checklists and, 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 you know, take what would normally be three steps and turn it into like 20 steps. Mm-hmm. And I then, yeah, go ahead. It was good. I was going to say like one thing I took from it was even from the initial opt-in, the ability to, have you establish authority and credibility right there just from the thank you page on that um on your funnel was something that we just added because we have a webinar and it's kind of like see you on the webinar and i and I, we kind of today literally made a video person registers for the webinar and we did a little bit more of what's going to be on the yeah. webinar what they can expect a little bit more um, we added some more right there and just thinking about it from a person just cold coming in they have no idea who you are I felt like that was really important. Yeah, that baby step. So we have baby steps, yeah. on an evergreen webinar, like a 60 to 70% show up rate. And that was horrible. It was like 15 or 20% before we added that. And what I realized is just because someone opted in for the cheat sheet or the webinar, they don't care. You know, they don't, they don't know me. It's mm-hmm. cold traffic. But so I'm, I'm almost pretending after they opt in that they have no desire to actually show up. So I almost give, I almost run through the webinar slides in a real quick summarized way to give them like a preview and, and almost resell it again. Right. And then bribe them with something really valuable that they get for showing up, like, you know, a copy of my book or some more content. Right. And I thought that was huge. I literally, we literally implemented that today. So 
I'll let you know how that works, but I could already see that's going to be amazing. So talk to me a little bit about um, if, because I get a lot of people that come to me for traffic and we all know that more traffic doesn't mean more money. It just means more people to talk to. Obviously you need conversions, but if you don't have any traffic, you can't get any <laughs> conversions, right? So it all works yep. together. So from a person that's getting started, um, what do you, when you say, when you said something like, I teach them a traffic strategy that they're familiar with, how do you, like, what is that typically, how does that work? Like, what would you say? Like, because for me, when I'm teaching someone traffic, I always tell them to use what they're most comfortable with. So if they're constantly on Facebook and they see ads, they, in their mind, even though they've never done them, they probably think that they work. Versus yep. teaching them like some media buy strategy they've never done or seen. Yeah. So do you have a strategy when you're, because to me, it all starts with traffic. Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily think, no, if it's the first thing you should learn or not. I'm not, the, I don't know. Sometimes I say yes. Sometimes I say no. Yep. It depends on the day I'm in. Or but, who um, it is. Yeah, who right. Who I'm talking to. Yeah. But um, tell me a little bit about that. How do you go about teaching them a traffic strategy? So here's what I realized early on. If a, if a, if a hundred business owners, and this is, I'm just going to be brutally honest because it's, it's, it's what I've seen. If you asked a hundred business owners in one of your events or in a conference, Hey, what are you working on right now with your business? Um, they would probably say some form of traffic strategy. Like I'm trying to figure out Instagram or YouTube ads or media buys. And when a customer, when a, when a business owner asks me questions, I used to try to answer their question. But now what I do, because you have that visual map, is I go, wait a minute, is that the right question you should be asking right now? Because they're asking about traffic, but they don't have the right funnel set up. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, you know, if they're selling a low-end product, they might need to do a VSL. If they're selling a mid-price product, they might be doing a webinar. And if they're a coach or an agency, they might be driving people to a real sales call. So it's like traffic is no good, as you just said, if there's not the funnel behind it and you're not monetizing the traffic. Got um, it. You're absolutely right on. Like if someone's a, if someone already has traction in something like content marketing or blogging, do more of that. They're comfortable with it. If, if they're on Facebook all the time, I think for 99% of the business owners, Facebook's the place to start. As you know, the targeting is crazy. Um, it's the fastest way to prove that you have a good offer. Um, because if it doesn't work running, if you can't make an ROI on one Facebook ad to one walkthrough video to a sale, none of the you know, flashy tricks are going to help the fact that you don't have a good offer. So you can, you can find out if it's going to work more quickly that way. Absolutely. Awesome. Cool. So you got something for me? Yeah. A couple, a couple of questions just in terms of, you know, um, this is a good opportunity because you're such a ninja at all these different areas of traffic. You, and I'm sure, you know, you're driving traffic regardless of the traffic sources, similar offers, but how do you approach like if you're going to launch a new product or an offer to cold traffic, there's a lot of things you could do. You could do Facebook ads, YouTube, email, media buys. You could do B2B outbound email, which is probably the most underutilized source out there. Um, how do you suss out and figure out what your strategy is going to be for, for scaling up an offer with traffic? Um, well, here's the thing. Like I look at traffic. I've talked about this with someone recently, almost like, a stock, like I'm, like I'm investing in the stock market. So what I mean by that is I don't look at like Facebook works better than YouTube or mm -hmm. this one works. I look at them like I, I focus on five platforms, um, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter ads. Those are the five that I basically live on. Now, 
Facebook and YouTube are probably going to technically generate more leads because I'm probably spending a little bit more on that. And, Mm -hmm. and, but I will tell you Twitter, you know, Instagram and um, Google, those might actually be the reason why those others convert. So you're looking at the whole synergistic effect of the whole Because They might've seen me on Twitter first. I pixeled them and then they saw me on Facebook. That makes sense. Yep. And I think that we're constantly reaching different people. A lot of times people go, well, I'm not on Twitter, so I'm not going to run ads there, or I'm not using YouTube, so I won't run ads there, as if just because they're not there, there aren't people there. And I think that my biggest advantage is I realize that there's people on all those platforms that need more traffic and leads for their business. So it's kind of an advantage that I have. So to answer your question, yep. before I can even go there in terms of scaling, I want to know where the tr- is the existing traffic. So, you know, are people searching for my product or solution? Meaning, would it be more of something where I would start off on YouTube because someone's actively going to Google or YouTube searching for something specific? Yep. Um, if it's an audience where I can go target them directly, like so for example, let's say it's a product for a nurse and I could literally go to Facebook and title people who literally have job titles, I'm a nurse. Yep. And I can go directly to them. So it really is about common sense, stepping back and figuring out what is my product or service and then going accordingly. But at some point, I'm going to eventually try to figure out a way to be in front of them on all of them. But the initial launch is where can I get to the decision maker and to the person who needs my product the most, not necessarily even the fastest, but the most direct. How can I get to them in the direct fashion of where they are? So you're, so you're, you're kind of finding, you're getting a proof of concept with the most likely low resistance traffic source before you scale to other ones. Absolutely. I mean, you can give me a, Give me a, an example and I'll tell you like how I would go about the process if you want. I can sure. show you like if you have a product or. Yeah, so a niche, a good niche white might be, um, let's say a very common one that doesn't market properly would be like real estate, right? Right. Okay, so real estate loans, real estate trying to get, sales. Trying to get listings, trying to, trying to reach. Okay, um, so realtors. Yep. Right, so those are people you could directly get to on Facebook because they mm-hmm. literally will say they're a real estate agent. Most real estate agents are not going to go, they may, you can hit them faster directly because they, they, they are the decision maker. It's not like you're going to their boss, right? They already said that they're the real estate agent. So I would just run ads directly to realtors who job titles, people in national association, realtors, people that work or employees. And I would target them directly and I would speak directly to them. Okay. In those ads now, and then in terms of Google or YouTube, I would just have to go see if the traffic already exists. How many people are searching for the key phrases that would become a real estate agent? I might call up some real estate agent friends and say, hey, have you ever tried to figure out ways to get more listings? Smart. And they're going to say, yeah. I'm like, well, what do you go search for? And they go say, how do I get more listings? Yeah. So I see if there's existing traffic. And then I make a video to the keywords that, the, that another real estate friend just told me about. Yep. So these are just natural things that I'll do. Um, yeah, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel. You're doing, you're trying to go with the path of least resistance. Absolutely. Um, another question I have for you, because this is a challenge I struggle with. I'm sure a lot of people do when you're, when you start to scale, like you have that good offer and you're scaling and you're spending, you know, one, two, three, five K a day on ads. Um, you, you, you leave the business of traffic and go into the business of metrics, right? It's like, and things get, get tough. How do you, how do you um, keep track when you're using all these sources or do you just let the, if the campaign's working, are you kind of more hands off or are you super analytical with trying yeah. to manage the metrics? So I'm both. 
And I know that's not the warm and fuzzy answer, but I'll yeah. give you a, gen a general example. So when I scale, I scale all platforms. So somebody might say, well, Vince, Facebook outproduced YouTube. You should just put all the money in the Facebook. I don't because I truly believe that those, some of those people found me there first and that's contributing to them now because I'm pixeling everyone. I, want, I think there's an advantage about them seeing me everywhere. At yeah. some point, they're like, okay, this guy says he knows traffic and I keep seeing him everywhere. Maybe he really does know something about traffic. I think there's something to that. So I focus in on that. So I scale up everything, a percentage. So if I made, and it's based on company revenue. So um, depending on what we make, that goes back into marketing. And I'll scale oh, so it's a percentage, of, right. uh, a percentage of revenue is what you're spending on ad right. spend. That's, that's, that's really smart. So you're controlling your margins that way. Exactly. So I never, some people go crazy. They'll have a good week or month. And then they all of a sudden think, oh, this one's crushing. And then they go overspend. And they end up not making less than they did the month before, even though they made more revenue. Yep. So you have to be very disciplined in your business and, and numbers. I always tell people. Another thing I'll tell you is a lot of people are always focused on scaling with, like, how can I get more people in front of it? Instead of realizing that, I'll just give you a, a simple example. Let's say you had an ad and you reached 20,000 people and 400 of them became leads. What most people are going to do is go try to find 20,000 more people. Uh -huh. Instead of saying, well, that's 19,600 people that didn't, what else can I put and scale a different type of ad to them? And then yep. they saw that next thing and what can I scale to them? So sometimes I scale with depth. Yeah. With, especially if you can get directly to the decision maker from the very beginning. Like if I know I have that, if I'm targeting agents in this example, and I know that they're agents that I'm reaching and there's 50,000 of them that I reach, why do I need to go find 50,000 other ones? Just keep yeah giving the same people different examples of why they need me. Different content, different, right. different, different, different offers. offers. Absolutely. Does that answer the question? So, so well, yeah, that's a struggle awesome. that I'm facing is I finally found that offer that's kind of going gangbusters and I'm, I'm spending, I went from spending a couple hundred to like three or 4k a day on it. And, but now that I look at, okay, how do I take that to YouTube and Twitter and other places? I don't want to do what you just said and kind of, right blow all my, my budget in two weeks and be broke again. You know? <laughs> so you want to share what that is? What's, what is the difference? What are some of the things that are going gangbusters? I know everyone heard that. and like, well, what is he, what went yeah. gangbusters? Yeah. The gangbusters thing has been, um, I basically, and all the smart marketers I knew were telling me to do this for some reason I didn't for like a year and a half. I had an offer that was kind of a nine ninety seven membership, you know, to my core membership. And, um, that price point I think requires the Labrador brain. It doesn't, you know, it, it bypasses the lizard brain. It makes people consider and think, and it's kind of a stressful amount to pay. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so conversions on an evergreen webinar weren't that great, like one to 2%, but it made money. Right. So it, it, it made money, but then I'd lowered the offer to a crazy low number, like $49 a month. Um, or an annual of like two nine seven, so it's like it, it comes out to half that monthly, and that's like five to eight percent conversion oh, wow. rate on an evergreen webinar. And the beauty of it is, even if I break even with that ad spend, which I've been making, you know, somewhere between two and three times ROI, I'm adding 15 20, like like fifteen to twenty k recurring every month. Right. So that, so I, I said, I'm like, why didn't I do this before? Everyone knows to sell recurring, but a lot of the marketing people told me people won't buy a continuity program right off the bat. And everybody has these rules they think are like true. They made up. <laughs> like, like end your shit in 97 because it converts better. There's no, there's actually no evidence of that anywhere. Right. Um, so I just said basically instead of charging you 
$2,000 for all these different courses. I'm just going to put them into one place that actually follows a process for $49. And that's been, again, I've never been in this territory spending three or four K a day on it. And now I'm, now I'm like, I see an opportunity to go to these different traffic sources, but I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, I would go depth. Whoever you're hitting, retarget them. Keep, put, keep that offer in front of them on one platform. Max that one out. And yep. then slowly start testing other ones. But that's great. We actually did have something kind of similar with residual we've been testing. And I saw your eyelids thing. looks looks yeah. amazing value for the yeah. – like it started for like a cup of coffee, right? Right. Yeah, that's been working. It's something new. And that's really, I think, what a lot of business owners miss is the residual income. They get so caught up in – especially with the whole high-ticket craze right now. Everyone wants to sell high-ticket. And that's cool, but you're constantly, I feel like when you sell a lot of high ticket, I was in the real estate industry and that's what I feel like. It's like, get this deal, you have this money and you kind of relax and then it's gone and you're going to find the next one. Yeah, so there's really no healthy time. pipeline. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, cool. you know what, you know why I follow that advice, Vince, of uh, this guy, Steve, Steve Hofstetter, who's, he used to work in Infusionsoft. He's another marketing guy. I don't know if you know him, but he was doing this. He was like, he's like, the way you get high ticket customers for free is, you know, liquidate the traffic with a low offer. So what we're doing now is when people sign up for our membership, if they're doing more than 10 K a month, you know, the landing page is different and it offers them a strategy session for the high ticket. So, you know, this week, knock on wood, we've had three people start that program at 5 K and I'm thinking even if the whole core business was just the high ticket business, it's way smarter to, to create a customer first than like you're saying, just try to close these big deals every few, every few weeks. I think too, I'll tell you, I think that a lot of times if you're good at marketing and driving traffic, you're spending 3000 a day. So clearly you know what you're doing. That model works. Our, the residual model works and we can feel comfortable with it. I feel like out of fear, people that aren't good at running ads or don't get a lot of leads, they feel they need to sell high ticket because they got to make money and they're not generating. Yep. That's just what I, my gut tells me I could be wrong. That's what happened with me. I was literally thought I couldn't sell enough customers. I wasn't good enough to sell enough volume right. to make a $49 or whatever thing work. I mean, you look at what Mario does, you know, he's always on JVs. He was selling stuff for like $17. And I used to be like, how can you make money selling right. stuff for $70? Well, it's just because he sells 200,000 of those things. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, that's kind of like uh, the e-commerce guys out there. Yeah. Or just making a gazillion dollars selling like, a little necklace for 20 bucks. I'm like, I, that's what I never understood. But when you see this yeah. model and volume, volume and customers, which we're experiencing as well, it makes sense. Awesome, man. Low end residual. So let me do this. I want to go through the notes and tell me how I did. So, so many good things. And you guys definitely check out Aaron. Awesome guys. You can tell he really understands what he's doing. And um, I became a fan when he told me he spent 3000 a day because, um, you know, it means you're driving traffic. That's what I love. So, um, you like me started off just kind of trying to figure these things out, stumbled onto all types of stuff that kind of made you run in circles. Um, and the military background got you kind of figure, trying to figure out a way to develop a clear message to make everyone kind of know exactly what they need to do. And I'll tell you guys to definitely check out the webinar. So he created this visual map which basically walks people through the steps to take to do everything that he's doing. Obviously he's crushing it. Um, we talked a little bit about traffic strategy. You said something important, which I feel like if people follow me, um, it's counteracting what you say, but I want to explain it. Follow one simple strategy, traffic strategy, which I agree with 100%. 
the difference is I teach traffic. So I'm always getting new people. So I'm always teaching different tap topics. Yeah. So it theme, like I'm telling you to go do this traffic strategy, go do this one. I'm not, I'm doing those because that's what my business is, is teaching yeah. those strategies. But I will tell you, if you follow me, find the one that you like, that you love and master that one. So I 100% agree with you. Or just one at a time, right? Like right. you're going to, everybody wants to do all of them. Right. If you're, not, if you're not getting an ROI from Twitter ads, it'd be stupid to try to learn three other things at the same time. Like Absolutely. Because Absolutely. The, any one of them will work, right? Absolutely. And then something that was important that you said, the reason you came in with the whole, the Fletcher method process was, was like the checklist. Like if you were, in the military and you were going to go diving you have a checklist that you must look at before you jump in that water i thought that was huge and i'm going to go through the webinar again because i want to just go through the checklist because i'm telling you just what you told me to do on the thank you page just the thought process behind that i know that's going to do some amazing things for our webinar um traffic depends on the type of funnel which is important are you doing a tripwire is it just a vsl style training or is it a high ticket webinar you need to be focused on that and then something that changed your business is blowing things up right now is you kind of got over this hurdle that everything had to be high ticket and you kind of went to a residual low ticket offer, um, which gives me a million ideas that I want to try. So that, did I do all right? My notes. Oh, that's so amazing. I mean, I, I think you should totally pull like a Tim Ferriss. His, his uh, Titans book was based on his podcast interviews and, and this is such a great format. I, I think you would have a, just a killer kind of curated piece of content to put out as your next book, man. Oh, wow. Well, make it happen. I'll have to make sure. I'm sure you have time for that. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, brother. Well, tell everyone where they can connect with you and uh, learn more about all the things you got going on. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I appreciate you, Vince. Um, FletcherMethod.com just gives you a quick overview of what we do. But, um, you know, thanks. You're an influencer to me. And I told you when I started this that your strategies helped me literally was part of the catalyst of our success was starting that organic Facebook group. We'd never tried that before. And I just clicked and watched and implemented and it's working really well. So I appreciate you, man. That's awesome, man. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you and look forward to connecting with you here soon. All right, guys. Well, Aaron, I want to let you know you made it through the battle zone. <laughs> All right, dude. And because you're so tough, there was no bruises, military guy, you made it through the flying colors. And then for those of you guys who are watching this and you got value, make sure you connect with Aaron Uh, share this with people that you love and uh, I'll see you guys on the next one. That being said, take care. Take care. Hey, what's going on? Vince Reed here. I know you got a ton of value from the content that I just shared with you, but I want to let you know that I have an additional bonus for you. How would you like to learn how to generate 2,100 quality leads for your business in less than 90 days and four lead generation and marketing strategies that you can use to actually get them? If so, go ahead and click on the link in the description of this video or visit ventry.com forward slash win. I'll see you there.